This Contender Boats 300 Betting Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times your money. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkson and Barking Dog Properties. The contest starts this weekend and it's free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Here to talk racing things, it is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. We turn our attention this afternoon to the Xfinity Series. They finally have given us Xfinity odds. Thank finally. God. Oh, my goodness. Cody, why does it have to be so damn difficult to get Xfinity odds? Well, it's crazy. I mean, last week, they were super early, right? Like, we were recording the Cup Series show, and there was already outrights up, like, they were super on top of it. And then this week, we had to like beg and, and scratch and claw. We had to do the Truck Series episode yesterday because there was no no Xfinity odds for us. Although I will say, last week, the odds were not super great. Uh, I was I was much more thrilled with the selection this week. It's top-heavy again, uh, and, and we'll talk about that. But uh, I did like the selection a lot more this week, so I'm feeling pretty good about this one. Yeah, I actually I was not uh, unhappy with the with the odds and the way they shaped out. I still want more though. Like I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm insatiable. You guys top ten, Rod. That's what we need. I know. Yes. Well, we just top need tens. all of the top tens. I want all that stuff back. Number of laps led. I want number of of drivers to finish on the lead lap. Like I want all that stuff for yeah. all. The I really hope that that's them testing things. Like because we're getting to the end of the season. Obviously, we only got a couple races left. So. I'm hoping that's testing things out and let's fully implement like F1 betting in NASCAR next year. Uh, I will be all about it if and when that actually happens. So um, again, it is the Xfinity series. It is the Contender Boats 300 betting uh, show. And and for the Xfinity guys, I mean, obviously we know that the playoffs are, are uh, coming to a close as well. Championship fours are right around the corner as well. 
But uh, for these guys, I mean, there's some folks that are, are making a few of their last starts in this series as a whole, and uh, and we're looking to kind of ride off into the sunset into a, a pretty decent cup ride next season. And uh, real quick, shout out to Dos Flacos. What's up? Cheers, boys. Cheers to yes, you as well, cheers. sir. If you're not already joining us on YouTube for our live shows, uh, please do so because that is, uh, I mean, we're having fun doing these pick shows on the live. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a blast. And, and yeah, like you said, uh, getting to the end of the season here, going to be a lot of names, a lot of faces changing, a lot of things uh, changing up in the Xfinity series as some some people move on. John Hernemacek, obviously the points leader at the moment. He's moving up on to the Cup Series. Some of these guys are going to be back. Justin Allgaier is going to be back. Austin Hill is going to be back. Um, but, you know, some drivers like like number 10, he's moving to the Cup Series for whatever reason. Josh Berry's moving on. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's going to be a different landscape. Uh, JGR, we've talked about them all season, right? The best team, the fastest team. Both of their drivers are gone. John Hunter's going to the Cup Series, and Sammy Smith is moving over to JRM. So they're going to have a completely new lineup next year. That worked out all right for them this season, right? So we'll see who they've got coming because we don't even know who's taking those rides yet. So a lot of silly season news to come still, but not much this week. I mean, I mean it's been a pretty slow week news-wise. Like the Truck Series, we got a ton of news this week. Xfinity, not so much. Kyle Lee says, what's up? Hey, Kyle. How's hey, it going? Kyle. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we absolutely. appreciate it. Welcome in. Yeah. Um, although the big news, Dale Jr. going to be taking the track yes. this weekend. Very excited to see him race. So, so disappointed with the last time he was out. We had so many great tickets on him, and then he caught fire. So uh, hopefully yeah. hopefully he leaves all of the flammable equipment at home this week, and he's able to, to finish the race and finish it well for us, too. I've got a, I got a spoiler alert, and I'll be talking about him later on. I will as well. We both found ways to bet on him. Sadly, uh, when odds dropped, he was 30 to 1. I raced over to the document, plugged him in there, and he's now 12 to 1. So uh, hopefully maybe you saw that early and got in on it. Uh, ugh, man, I was very sad about that. But uh, he's racing the same car that he raced at Bristol. Had a great run in it. Um, obviously, it caught on fire, but they they fixed that uh, hopefully anyways. So uh, yeah, but otherwise... Uh, coming into this race, nobody locked themselves in last week. Riley Herbst won, um, and so no, nobody grabbed that spot. So at least two drivers will get in on points now. We've got this week uh, for the Xfinity Series and like the Cup Series. They'll go to Martinsville next week to settle it. John Hunter Nemechek sitting pretty good, 47 points to the good. That's a solid cushion, but one bad race. That can be wiped out very, very quickly. Allgaier's 21 points to the good. Hill is 19 to the good. Cole Custer, 15 to the good. Chandler Smith, 15 to the bad. Sam Mayer, 16 to the bad. Sammy Smith, 35. Sheldon Creed, 41 to the bad. Not necessarily must-wins yet because there's two races left, but pretty close to must-wins for those guys already. So uh, going to be pretty interesting to watch battle this weekend. See if anybody does secure their ticket, whether it be on points. I think John Hunter is definitely in a position he could uh, clinch, I believe, uh, his way in on points. And then, uh, yeah, obviously, if one of these eight drivers wins, that solves the points issue, and uh, moving on to Phoenix, they will be. A lot of fast cars on the wrong side of that cut line for sure. So it's going to make for a very interesting race, especially with everybody throwing everything they have at this race. Because you know, again, this is this is the one where you can. You know, next week is not it's not a big wild card, but it's not one that you want to put your future on. You want to lock yourself in on a nice, gentle mile and a half track where you can, you know 
take a little bit yeah, of breathers. Next week's uh, we we saw it last year, the Xfinity Series at Martinsville. Brandon Jones was definitely on his way to winning that race, going to lock himself in, and his own teammate Ty Gibbs uh, spun him out, cost him, cost him the win, cost him a chance at a championship. And he no longer raises for them. So here we are. <laughs> Ty Gibbs taking the Tony Stewart, I'll wreck my teammate to win a championship. It, on it worked, I guess. He won the championship. So there you go. Sure did. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then, listen, I feel like we've kind of prepped this enough. I don't. We don't need to spend a whole lot of time uh, going over since there's really no big news to cover. Yeah. Anything well, else we're, we want to you know, Xfinity is usually one of the earlier shows in the week, usually on Wednesday. And now we're doing it later on Thursday. So we've kind of covered all the news already with between the cup and the truck episode. So I'm excited to get into the picks on this one. I feel like we got some uh, some good stuff here, so I'm ready to go. All right, then let's get into the picks. But before we do, let's tell you about our SGPN Second Chance Survivor Contest. If you're already knocked out of your NFL survivor pools, that's all right. We got you covered with the SGPN Second Chance Survivor. It's presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. There's $3,000 up for grabs right now. And the best part about it all is that winner takes all it's starting this weekend so sign up now at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor if you're not already listening to the nfl gambling podcast i implore you to go do that they have the best coverage and not just because i once every once in a while get in there and, and get it but everybody else on that is way smarter than me they are breaking things down for you on a game-by-game basis on a primetime basis they're even giving you what nobody else in the entire industry is giving you and that's two week look ahead lines so you can jump ahead of the books and find yourself some values go do that plus they're having an nfl touchdown prop contest they're doing a review contest as well so leave an apple podcast review with your favorite touchdown related bet for this weekend the biggest winner so the one with the longest odds that cashes gets a $50 SGPN gift card. When you're leaving that review, just make sure to include your YouTube username so we can contact the winner. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Stick around on Friday. We've got for you an entire show. Well, uh, at least uh, our favorite picks there for Underdog Fantasy because Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team and drive alongside your favorite drivers all season long. Underdogs just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five in Pick'em Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100-time payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten of you lucky folks will wake up $10,000 richer. Again, on Friday, we are going to put out an Underdog Picks show, so stick around for that, and we'll give you all of our favorite plays for the slate. So watch along, make your picks, and... Maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, Cody, it is, of course, the Contender Boats 300 from the Miami... God damn, I did it again. (laughs) I, I marketing marketing is lost on me from the Homestead Miami uh, pick. I just it's so crazy. All right, our Homestead Miami Speedway, 167 laps around this one and a half mile track. Uh, real quick, Dos Flaco saying Chandler Smith top five plus 200 on Bet US. Hang tight, we have something to say about Chandler I, uh, Smith. Do we? Do we have something to say about Chandler Smith? At least I do. Uh, and okay. then Hamrick oh, top five, but don't want to get banned. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> We'll get there for sure. Are we get? Are we getting there? Because we're I, getting there. 
I did not see the check from the uh, from the uh, the Q-tip company, so I don't know about that. <laughs> it hasn't cleared yet. Your ears are still uh, still clubbed, but yeah. So we're gonna obviously, like we do, always set up our bets. But yeah, Cody, this is uh, this is one where you know Miami. That's a mile and a half. It's it's pretty uh, tame for the most part, but I still think we're in for a pretty heated uh, uh, battle. Yeah, this should be a really good race. Um, again loaded odds up near the top once again it's john hunter Nemechek. um i was trying to pull the caesar's odds back up here they have got him plus 200 to win the race then it's colt custer they've got him at plus 325 then it drops all the way to all guy or plus 850 so kind of gives you an idea of what they think about john hunter and colt custer this week they think they are going to be the class of the field they thought that last week too and, and john hunter was not but some other other circumstances obviously that went into it um, as far as entries, there's 41 entries this week for only 38 spots. Um, so not everyone is guaranteed to get in. That does include Dale Earnhardt Jr. He will have to qualify his way in. Now, if he doesn't, uh, there can be some backdoor deals made and, and some teams could withdraw their entries, which I would imagine will happen. Uh, but likely just get in on speed anyways. Um, he is going to be racing. Ryan Newman is in the 66, the, uh, MG or what is it? M. MBM Motorsports entry for the Hill Brothers there. Derek Krause is back in that 11 car um, as far as the the rotating car. Um, let's see. Is it? Do we know who's in the 19? Because originally it said Myatt Snyder, but I believe it's Joe, Joe Graf. Graf. Yeah, Joe Graf looks like yeah, he's in so, it. So <laughs> do not touch that. I know I bet on that car last week. Not this week. Joe Graf is not good in that car. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much the notables on the entry list. Dale Earnhardt Jr. obviously in the 88. I thought it was funny. Uh, JRM tweeted out their their driver lineup last yesterday, and uh, when they tweeted it out, they said this this uh, driver of the eighty eight did pretty good last time, so we decided to bring him back for another race, which uh, you know pretty humorous. So the owner decided I'm going to jump back in my own ride and let's get this going. So. Uh, well, Kelly's the one making the decisions over there, I think. So that she decided true. it was okay for him to come back. You can go. Uh, what what no love for uh, Dawson Cram in the in the seventy four? Oh. Or, yeah, or Matt Dawson Mills. 50, 50, Matt 50, Mills. Hey, Matt Mills, uh, he got a full-time ride next year, didn't he? I think he did, I yeah. I think we, I don't know if we talked about that or not, but I can't even remember which truck it's in, but props to him. Good job. Good job. <laughs> um, all right, well then, I think uh, it's time to start loading up our betting cards for this uh, Xfinity race. Cody, where are we going to start? Yeah, I'm going to go back to, to my guy, Brandon Jones, just a guy I can't quit betting on. I, I love to bet on him. And his odds, his numbers are just always juicy enough to do so. I'm going to take him top five over on bet 365. He is plus 325. Finished 15th place last year, but prior to that 15th place finish last year, second in 2021, second in 2020. Then he had three eighth place finishes in a row. Uh, in his eight starts, he's never finished worse than 15th. If you look recently at kind of similar tracks, eighth place last week, ninth at Texas. Again, those aren't fives, but at plus 300 or so, uh, you know, three to one, it's not too far outside of it. Second place at Kansas, a notable high tire wear track, right? Higher tire wear, which is what Homestead is going to be as well. Also finished third place at Michigan. We know we can get it done. Um, and I think, let me let me look through the bets to see if we're really going to talk about this. I, I don't think we're going to touch on it much, but, but Justin Allgaier, I mean, it, it's very notable that he's plus 850 to win this race when he's generally much closer to to John Hunter Nemechek and Josh Berry's plus 900. And to be honest with you, that's because neither of these guys are are very good. I guess we, I am going to bring it up in one of my bets. I can't even read. But 
those guys aren't super good at this track historically. Um, and, and so something I'm going to talk about here in a few minutes, but I think that's going to open up some of these top five spots, which we're going to kick it off like we did in the truck series race with a bunch of top five bets, because again, this is just a market to attack. There's some really good numbers here. Brandon Jones kicks that off for me at plus 325 over on uh, bet 365. Well, I mean, look, you know how much I love JRM and I'm never, ever going to stop you from talking good about a JRM car. So, um, I will take that as well. Um, all right, I'm going to bring this back up because this is very relevant. Uh, Dos Flacos, you and I, my friend, are simpatico uh, because I am going to give you the number 10 car as a top five car as Cody departs the stage uh, at plus 400. Cody does this when I bring up the number 10 car. He does not want to hear it anymore. Uh, but Bet365 is offering you uh, plus 400 for Daniel Hemrick to be a top five car. This is not without warrant, all right? I will tell you right now, yes, as the driver of the 18 car, yes, as the driver of the 11 car, uh, that that's where the number 10 car now is. So do not confuse you. I'll just say his name. Uh, Daniel Hemrick drove the 11 car to a fourth place finish in 2022, a third place finish in 2021, I know that it's been yucky. I know that we don't like him. But look, a seventh place finish at the Roval. He he finished second at Bristol, ninth at Vegas. I know none of those correlate to anything uh, that is anything which you want to see. But all I'm saying is that Daniel Hemrick does possess the ability to run up front. Daniel Hemrick does possess the ability to finish in the top five here in decent vehicles. I know Colleague is not the Gibbs or or uh, anything else like of that matter. But he does have it. He does have the potential. I think he can get it done this week. And at 4-1, to one, listen, we saw it last week out of him, right? He was in the mix for most of that race uh, and, and doing very well for himself. Now, granted, like I said, it resulted in, in a ninth-place finish, but could have been much better than that were it not for a little bit of, of late-race shenanigans. So at 4-1, to one, I'm, I'm willing to take another shot on him to be a top five car. I know it's not a popular take. Dos Flacos, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to ban you because I also share your sentiments. So um, let's do, let's do Hemrick top five at plus 400. This segment of the NASCAR gambling podcast brought to you by the humble company, cotton swabs on bamboo sticks. So <laughs> go check that out. Right? <laughs> to be honest, that was just one of the first things that uh, popped up in the Google results. And I didn't want to go with Q-tip again because they didn't pay us for last week. So uh, it's gross. You make good points, I suppose. I will not be rooting for it, but best of luck to you, Rod. I guess is all I have to say. <laughs> this look at this is the friction that everybody wanted. You wanted it, <laughs> you is, got hey, it. Xfinity. I'm telling you, this is the series where we we go against each other a lot, where we we are on different sides of things more than any other place. You got to make sure you're on the YouTube for all the full effects of uh, you know if you listen to this on the podcast. You miss me leaving the studio and plugging my ears and making throwing up motions and all kinds of stuff while Rod was talking over there. <laughs> yes, every bit the professional that he is uh, on this show. But yeah, definitely. I love it. Uh, all right, Cody. 
<laughs> Take us somewhere right. else, please. Do we, are we going to more bets? Are we are we doing doing uh, unless you quit the show? Or, oh, oh, oh yeah, we probably I, yeah. should. <laughs> probably should. Look at you. Already. I mean, you're talking about being a professional, and I thought maybe I yeah. should check. Well, I, I th- sometimes I'm a professional. I think I just got heated in the whole, uh, you know, number ten. It's <laughs> all worked up over the number ten. The car apparently. Yeah, that's a little uh-huh, a little warm over here. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's come back and tell you more bets. But let's tell you first about game time because buying tickets sucks flat out. No one can argue with me on this point because it will absolutely end in me being right except when you're talking about the fine folks at game time, giving it a reason to not be such a terrible experience. Buying tickets does not need to be in game time has made sure that it is not any longer. Game time is made for your phone. So when you buy tickets, your your tickets are going straight to your phone. They're not going to some email address. They're not going to your mailbox. They're not going to somebody else's phone. They're going to your phone on the app definitely like it there plus you get the game time guarantee when you buy on game time your tickets will be on time and authentic so you're not trying to figure out whether or not you're going to get them in time for the event you're going to don't worry even if you can't figure out whether or not you can get to that event until the very last minute sometimes i don't know if i can attend my favorite concert my favorite sporting event my favorite comedy show until sometimes the day of and I get gouged because these apps kick the prices up. Game time does not do that. In fact, if you end up finding a cheaper ticket somewhere else, they're going to make up the difference 110% of it. It's so simple to use. And not to mention, they're going to send you a picture of the seat that you're going to be sitting in. Cannot pass up on this fantastic buying experience. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea and a Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. If Hall of Fame bets had NASCAR, do you think they'd tell us to uh, go ahead and bet on Daniel Hammer to be a top five car? Uh, Hopefully not. <laughs> I, I want to put that to the test. Hall of Fame bets, please That's put a uh, NASCAR in there so I can back up my Hamrick top five play and make Cody even more uncomfortable. Yes, do that. Do that. Okay. That's, that's great. All right. Great. Take us okay. to someplace where you're less uncomfortable. On, on to someone who actually might be in the running for a top five. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, someone I do believe will get a top five this weekend. Riley Herbst, top five. It's plus 275 over on bet 365. He is coming off of an absolute ass-whooping win last week in Las Vegas. He is riding high. Sure, he's out of the playoffs. He doesn't have to worry about that, but worked out well for him last week, right? He's coming in here. He's riding high. Just talked about this, the top strength of the field. I don't feel like is as good this week. You get a guy, Herbst, an opportunity with with other with the Josh Berries and the Justin Allgaiers and maybe not being as good if John Hunter has some type of issue, which we've seen. 
or if David Starr decides to get in the way while he's blowing everyone away and cashing your bets and just absolutely destroy the leader like he did to Noah Gragson a couple of years ago. I'm not still bitter about that one, but things can happen on this track is all I'm trying to say. Riley Herbst, I think he can get back into the top five. Um, he was eighth place last year, and he's been top 11 in all four of his starts here. So again, that's not top five, but it is close to the top five. Um, last week, that he won that race, led 103 laps, set a new record for the largest margin of victory in Xfinity Series. I think he doubled the what it, I think it was like was it six or seven seconds, and he won by 14, 15 seconds. It was he blew everyone away. Uh, you go back and look at some comp tracks. Sixth place at Darlington again, high tire wear intermediate. He was sixth place at Michigan, fourth at Pocono. If you want to toss that in there, second place at Nashville as well, another higher. Oh, excuse me. Another higher tire wear uh, intermediate track. So Riley Herbst to finish in the top five. He's coming off of the momentum. I'm big on the SHR Fords this week in Xfinity, not in the Cup Series. Don't worry. Well, one of them in the Cup Series. Go back and listen to that show. But uh, big on the SHR Fords in Xfinity this week. I think we're going to see a lot of speed out of that camp, and I think they're going to show up. Spoiler alert for uh, someone else I'll be talking about in a little bit. But give me Riley Herbst, top five, plus 275. You know, I, I was going to put that in there as well, uh, and I, I believe I actually got in another way. Oh, I didn't this time, but uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty big on Herbs as well. He definitely, I think he found something. I, I just don't know what that is. Hopefully it is another top five finish, but um, maybe this, this team has unlocked their potential. for. Because I remember in the first part of the season, we were saying, all right, it's Riley Herbs, it's Riley Herbs, and he just wasn't necessarily getting it done the way we wanted him to, and so now here we are at the end of the season, Hopefully he'll end it the way we thought he'd start it. So, um, all right. Speaking of somebody who's ending it the way that we want them to, that's Sam Mayer. Uh, I've got him as a top five car at plus two fifty over on Bet three sixty five. And then I went shopping around for his top three number. I found it at plus five fifty on DraftKings. Those are some pretty big numbers for a guy like Sam Mayer. Now. Here's the thing about this, um, and, and I get it because last season he he did actually he turned in a fifth place finish uh, as well. But if you look at the the entry list in that one too, it had Noah Gragson in it, it had Ty Gibbs in it. So if you take those two guys out, that's even a top three finish. So um, you know for for me, it's kind of like I I feel comfortable at the top five level because he's already gotten it done on this track already in his only other race in this, but. I mean, he's been so good as of late as far as just being able to sort of close the deal, right? He won at the Charlotte Road Course, fifth at Vegas last week. Um, been turning in some pretty solid performances all the way around, right? Uh, you talk about what he's done at the third at Nashville when Cody was talking about it being a, a high tire wear track. Eighth at Darlington, um, started out the season with a second at Fontana, a seventh at Las Vegas. So, I mean, these are all pretty good finishes in the kind of similar. I know Fontana is two miles, but again, you're kind of talking about another sort of oval-ish track. But Sam Mayer has the potential to get these things done. Um, I, I fully expect him to be good again. My love for JRM just continues to bleed through. But uh, yeah, Sam Mayer is a top five car this week at plus 250. I feel like that's too good value to pass up. And then if you do want to ladder it up to top three, that's plus five fifty. That's even better value to me in a in a one car that I think is going to be very fast this weekend. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Obviously, he he's had a hell of a season, 
And uh, as far as the points go, he, he needs a little help, right? He, he won to get himself into this round, but but started with a little bit of a hole. 16 points down there, so he's going to need to have a good, strong, solid day. I think he's definitely got it in him. A guy that I looked at, I just didn't quite pull the trigger on, so I'm glad that you brought him up. Next up for me, Rod, Dale Earnhardt Jr., baby. He's back. We found ways to bet on him today. Um, look, he looked really good at Bristol, right? Nobody really saw that coming. Now, how much of that was track position, right? He kind of talked about that on his podcast where he got kind of flipped a stay or flipped a caution. He caught the caught the caution at the right time, ended up getting up front. But once he did, well, he looked good and he was up there. He's been talking for weeks about how he's excited to rip the top this weekend and, and go all out here. He's been pretty good at this track in the past. So I'm going to take him to win group C over on Caesars. It's plus 270. I, I think the fact that he is matched up in this group tells you a couple of things. So it's against jo Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, Austin Hill. Now, most weeks, those are three of the better drivers, right? Well, at least Allgaier and Hill. Barry's been kind of ish lately. But uh, but I think the fact that Junior is with those guys shows you how the books feel about him. And I think it shows you how they feel about the other guys because their track histories are, are not that great. So uh, Dale raced here in 2020 in the Xfinity Series and finished fifth place there. A nice, solid day. I think you finished fifth this week. This weekend, you're going to cash this group bet. Um, but for Josh Berry, his three finishes and three starts here, 11th, 10th, and 25th, not been good. Bet on him last week, worst decision of the year. He was just slow. He was showed no speed, showed nothing. Uh, Justin Allgaier has been horrendous at this track. He did finish 10th place last year. That was the highlight, 38th, 22nd, 32nd, and 14th in the four races before that. He has not been good at Homestead. For Austin Hill, again, a guy we've talked about week after week, like top five, top five, right? But it's not really been hitting lately. He's kind of really cooled off. You've not seen him much from him. One of the favorites last week, we talked about him. He'd been, he won Vegas in the spring. You thought he's going to show up. Did not show up. You really didn't see much from him. Um, he did finish ninth here last year. He was seventh in Las Vegas last week, so not a horrible run, and he was seventh at Texas as well. I think he's probably going to be around that seventh range again. I don't think you're going to see much more from him. You got you got Dale Earnhardt Jr. Again, a very talented driver. He's had a week in the car a couple of weeks ago. He's got the confidence. He's going to go out. He's going to do his thing. Uh, like I mentioned before, it's the same car. They rebuilt it after the fire. It was a fast car. Treated him well. He's very excited about this. I think we're going to see another strong performance from Dale Jr. this weekend. Uh, and I think that he can win this group. Again, it's Group C over on Caesars. Uh, over Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, and Austin Hill. Well, I actually agree with you on that one, and I'll take it one step further because I do think he gets inside of the top five, and that is at plus 200 uh, over there on, uh, I believe that was uh, Bet365 as well. Uh, Double-check that one. I think you can find that on, on multiple books at plus 200, which is why I didn't necessarily write it down. Um, but like you said, I mean, led 47 laps in Bristol, uh, which, you know, it's Bristol, it's a short track. It's it's not as impressive as 47 uh, laps on a, on a Phoenix, but still, led laps in a race after he hadn't been in a car in a very long time. Cody, you touched on it. He finished fifth here in 2020. He finished eighth in 2008, seventh in 2006, second in 1999. Now, granted, he was in the eight, the five, the eight, and the three in those instances, but two of those were actually junior motorsports cars, so, you know, I mean, Junior Motorsports has been around for a decent amount of time, uh, and the boss is definitely going to give himself 
a, a pretty good car to race on the the weekend. So listen, and, and for Dale Jr., honestly, this top five is more because, again, Junior Motorsports cars have been it's them, it's Gibbs, right? That those are the two classes of the of the Xfinity series right now, and so both of those guys, both of those those teams have had drivers in the top five each and every week. So for the boss to be in the top five, I, I highly uh, I think that's very possible. It's a two to one, which is funny because he's a two to one, and his driver uh, is at two and a half to one to uh, to be in the top five. So that tells you what the books are thinking as well on Dale Jr. And his thing. I know it's all a donation. I know, uh, you know, everybody's like, make your donation, but really make your donation. Uh, that's what I said at Bristol. And then, shit, he almost won the race. I mean, maybe not almost won. I don't think he was going to win it, but he was going to get a top five and he showed up. So I, I think you've got to take him seriously this time. Yeah. And I take him seriously to the tune of a top five at plus 200. And I mean, his top three number is at, at, at four to one. So for twice that, you can bump him up into the top three. I don't know that that's going to be possible. Um, I, I think it'll be a little difficult when you when you talk about the the NEMA checks. And, I mean, obviously we'll talk about Custer's in a little bit or somebody else that will creep up in there or even a Sam Mayer creeping up into the top three who I think has a very good shot at it. So it's rare error, but if you want to do a four-to-one kind of flyer on him, I think that's a pretty good number for a top three for Dale Jr. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm big on the Dale Jr. train this weekend. Again, it's going to be very popular. Obviously, his number shifted from 30 to 1 when it opened down to, to 14 to 1 now. So it's moved. But uh, I do love him. So, uh, yeah, give me some Dale Jr. top five, top three. I fully back you on that. I'm going to go over to the weekly, which one of these guys will actually finish decent for a matchup of the week. These guys are matched up almost every week. It seems like you can make a case for either guy. But big on Brandon Jones this week. I'm going to take him over Sammy Smith, minus 115. Again, Sammy Smith is in one of the fastest cars. He has flashes. Third place at te Texas, right? Yes, he, he finished third at Texas. And that's the days where it's like, okay, this is what you can do in this car. And this is a fast car. But this is his first start at Homestead. If he tries to, to push it a little too much up near that wall, I think it could cause him some issues. Brandon Jones, I just talked about him a few minutes ago. He's been very solid here. A couple of second place finishes in a row before last season um and so i think that i think it's going to be brandon jones and i don't think you can trust either one of these guys really because they both had their fair share of of having decent cars and not getting good finishes but it seems like especially towards the the latter half of the season brandon jones has been the more trustable guy the more reliable guy so i'm gonna take him over sammy smith minus 115 over on caesars yeah, again, Brandon Jones and and the JRM love continues. I wanted to I wanted to work Sammy Smith into the card, but I couldn't find the way that I wanted to because I wanted to take Sammy over somebody uh, in this as well, but I couldn't take him over over Brandon. And honestly, there's not that many Sammy Smith head to heads on the books right now, so I'm a little disappointed. So I I just I stayed away, but I'm glad you kind of worked it in. Um, cause I really couldn't take Sammy over, over Brandon. So the fact that you put him in there is, is good enough for me. So I like that. Uh, all right. I'm going to take with a heavy heart. I'm going to fade my guy, uh, Sheldon Creed. And you know, I'm going to read off his finishes over the last few races. And you're going to say to me, Rod, don't, don't fade Sheldon Creed. Don't do it. Uh, he got 15th in Vegas last week, 10th at Charlotte, 8th at Texas, 11th at Bristol, 3rd at Kansas, 8th at Darlington, 2nd at Daytona, 2nd at Watkins Glen, 8th at Indy GP. Those are all the last few finishes for Sheldon Creed. None of those really scream fade me, but 
listen, in three of the last four races, it's really been Chandler Smith's show. Fourth at Vegas, 12th at the road course in Charlotte, but that's, I don't know, I, I still don't really. Fourth at Texas, fifth at Bristol, um, and, and really that's the kind of momentum that I'm, I'm working on. Last week for Sheldon, a heartbreaker. Heartbreaker for him, right? Um, it's just so ridiculous. Dos Flacco says, might be time for a new guy, Rod. Yeah, I know. It, it might be time for a new guy. Uh, but listen, Sheldon Creed, is is he lives in California, so I, I think we need to have a beer together so we can diagnose what's going on uh, with, with all of his season and everything. But um, So look, Chandler Smith, each of these guys have one start on this track in their past. Uh, for Chandler Smith, it was a ninth-place start and a seventh-place finish in his number uh, 26 Sam Hunt car, no less. So... If Chandler Smith can pilot to a seventh place finish in a uh, Sam Hunt car, uh, and and for Sheldon Creed a seventh place start and a seventeenth place finish in his number two, sadly, that's the type of thing that I'm expecting out of out of Sheldon again, right? Not he's gonna probably be in the mix, and it, and a, a couple of times in this race we're gonna go, man, Rod, that was a totally bad call, which I would probably say, yeah, you're right, and then all of a sudden at the end of the race. Something's going to happen. He's going to get nicked. He's going to hit the wall. Like you said, riding the, the top of the wall is not easy to do. And, you know, after a long afternoon, it, it could very easily snap out from under you. So Sheldon Creed's prone to that kind of stuff. Whereas Chandler Smith kept himself relatively clean. Third place at Vegas uh, earlier this season. Uh, 13th at Charlotte, which is a pretty decent uh, uh, run there. So, you know, at 32nd at Kansas, that was a bad run for him. But rebounded with that fourth place in Texas. I think Chandler Smith is the hotter driver right now. He's got the more uh, mental capacity, whereas Sheldon Creed is, you see it on his face each and every week, just hurts for the guy. So um, the finishes have not been terrible, but they haven't been the greatest either. Yeah, it's like a puppy that just gets sadder every time you look at it when Sheldon Creed gets out of the car, unfortunately. But yeah, uh, I'm going to have to agree with you here. I think the Chandler Smith side is the way to go. Things have been going much better for him lately. And with Sheldon, it's just, you're just always waiting for that other shoe to drop. What's going to go wrong? What's going to happen? And uh, and so, yeah, I think that, that the Chandler Smith side is the way to go. All right, Rod. I've not been on him much this season after my prediction he would win 10 races, <laughs> to which he has not come anywhere close to. But I'm back on Cole Custer this week. Going to take him for a top three over on DraftKings. He is minus 105. Very, very big on Cole Custer this week. Talked about his teammate Riley Herbst earlier. Obviously, you saw the speed that that SHR found, that Riley Herbst team found last week. I think that that information will be shared with the playoff driver in Cole Custer, right? And Custer has been good on high tire wear tracks. Custer's been good here in the past. You go back to his previous Xfinity Series starts, been a couple of years because he was obviously in the Cup Series. Second place in 2019, second place in 2018, first place in 2017. So his last three starts here, he's been inside the top two in each of them. His lone Cup Series win came at Kentucky, also a higher tire wear intermediate track. Looked very good there. Uh, recently on intermediates, third place at Vegas, sixth place at Texas, fourth place at Bristol, fourth place at Darlington. He's had some really good runs in him. Uh, again, he has just consistently been, uh, and really the whole second half of the season, he's consistently been a top three, top five car week in and week out. Like I talked about earlier, I think the top of the board is a little bit weaker this week. It's it's John Hunter Namacek, it's Cole Custer, and the books show you that, right? These guys are up here in their own group, and then, okay, we've got a group of guys here and, and farther down, 
But these two guys have been elevated up here, and they're all by themselves. The books believe that. I believe that. I think Cole Custer is going to be the only guy that can give John Hunter a real run for his money if John Hunter starts up front and runs up front like you expect. Again, the fastest car and the fastest driver, right? I think that's going to make sure that Cole Custer gets a top three finish. I think at minus 105 over on DraftKings, that's a good price. So the thing about Cole Custer to me is that weeks that I'm on him, he doesn't do well. So I'm not on him this week. Hopefully, he will do well for you because uh, a lot like you, I mean, we obviously had high hopes for him coming into this season. I mean, 10 wins, that's a lot of wins, right? I mean... I don't even want to... I, I actually, I think they never... I got to look at my futures. I, we got to go through... We'll have to, that's something off-season conversation. I'm excited to go back and look at all the futures we placed before the season. I feel like they never offered Cole Custer, to which I'm very happy because I believe I mentioned I would have bet it at like over eight even. <laughs> and yeah, he's not obviously not getting anywhere close to that. But uh, boy, swinging a miss on that one. I really... Really fucked up on that call. Thanks, Cole. We'll do a we'll do a season review of it, uh, the best of episode. We'll find somebody to host it and do the the best of. Uh, it'll be like Ellen <laughs> Cody with his Cole Custer love. Where did that one go? <laughs> uh, Mr. Plaw says Custer oh, yes. can rip the fence. Not sure if Nemechek can. Yeah, I. Uh, I've got more on that in a few minutes. Spoiler alert, but I agree with you, Mr. Plow. Sweet. Mr. Plow. I love the name too, by the way, Mr. That's, Plow. That is a great name. Mr. Plow. Um, all right. So my next one, as you know, I am now back on my winning number bets because uh, I've been too long without them. So I'm going to take the winning number over uh, 17 and a half. And I did everything but actually write down the number on that one. I know I took the over because it was actually a better, a, fa- a more favorable number for us uh, than the than the under 17 and a half. So that is at minus 110 for the over, minus 120 for the under. So I'm going to take minus uh, 110 over 17 and a half. Now, when you're making the, the 17 and a half play, they're really cutting you off at Chandler Smith, right? So Chandler Smith is the 16, and under that is basically all of the JRM cars uh, you got Jones, you got Barry, you got Allgaier, and you got Mayer, right? Plus, you also get Custer. It's not all the JRM cars, Rob. Yeah, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, it's a majority of the JRM cars, uh, all the ones that run on a regular basis. Let's put it that way. Uh, and so, basically, it's Chandler Smith and then everybody else that's JRM. That that really is the contenders in this. But on the flip side of that, I mean, on the flip side of 17 and a half, especially that the, the, this is the favorited side, which is crazy to me. You get uh, John Hutchinimichek, you get Austin Hill, um, then you get our guy, you know, big old Dale Earnhardt Jr. guy out there. Um, you get Riley Herbst, right? You get at least uh, another four or five of the big hitters that I think are going to be in play here as well. So to me, I think this winner is going to come from outside of 17 and a half anyways. Uh, and I have an idea on where that one's coming from, but I still think that, you know, three or four of these guys especially with two of, uh, or John Hutchinumichek being the favorite over this number for you to still get it at minus 110 that's not bad at all you know considering you also like I said get Austin Hill who could make a run for it we haven't talked about him today but always a guy that uh, that can make a run for it so uh well I mean you talked a little bit about him with Junior to win the group but you know that that was just this little bit of, of a mention on it so uh yeah. yeah plus you get the Sieg brothers just saying <laughs> You didn't need to say that. But, 
<laughs> Ryan Newman. Did you, t- did you toss Ryan Newman? Oh, yeah, and Ryan too? Newman is in there, too. He's see? In the 66. And so. Parker Kligerman. How can I forget Parker? He could make a run. <laughs> hey, Parker. Hey. Um, I, I think, I don't know. I'm on a couple of guys that are under this number, which if you like those guys, maybe you bet them uh, at their win number, and then you take this over. Gives you the coverage on a John Hunter. If it if it does end up chalky, uh, you get Dale Jr. in there. You get, again, we talk about it, right? You get the three JGR cars, although really you're getting two this week because Joe Graff doesn't count. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't love it. But uh, again, as kind of a hedge to some of this other stuff I think could happen, uh, it's definitely not a bad play to make, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, again, it's the less juice side of it. And so if you're going to do it, I mean, I know that the other side's not that much juice. So um, it's only minus 120 as well, but still. Uh, yeah. Kyle Lee, what does he say? Based on the group yeah. C bet, does Dale Jr. over Hill plus 110 sound good? Yeah, it does. I So I looked at that also when I was kind of going with the group. I, I decided to go with the group. Um, and man, I, Hill is the, he's the guy out of that group that scares me the most. Um, so I feel like taking that group, you're basically, in my opinion, I don't think that Barry and Allgaier are going to be as good. So it's almost like getting the head-to-head against Hill, but you could take it that way too. I I, I just like the bigger number on the group when I felt like that was the guy you were going against the most anyway. So that's why I went that direction. But I, I don't hate the, obviously I think he's going to beat him uh, and I think it's worth it for the price. So I think a plus money, it's not a bad idea. Mr. Plow says Austin Hill followed Gregson around last year and learned a lot. He's a sleeper winner. Again, he's a guy you can't really count out. We talked about that a lot. Of course, this is the week we're off of him, so he probably will win. Uh, I think he's 10 to 1, so it, it's not a horrible bet to make. I know neither of us are taking him. Just not feeling like an Austin Hill week, but that's when Austin Hill probably will do his thing, so uh, can't argue too much about that. Doesn't have to feel like an Austin Hill week to be an Austin Hill week. That's so very true. Uh, all right, well, whose week will it be then, Cody? Let's start laying out the winners that we have selected for this race. Yeah, told you Mr. Plow called it earlier. Custer can rip the fence. Not sure if Nemechek can. I'm going with that logic as well. I think at plus 400 over on Superbook, Cole Custer to win this race. This is his time, right? He's got a couple of wins this season. Kind of backed into him. Chicago is the early rainout deal. Called the race early. The other one, uh, you know, the leader's wrecked, and he, he was in the right place, right time. Still wins. They count. It's great. This is his chance. Got showed up by his teammate last week, absolutely obliterating the field. He is going to find it this year. Again, his last three finishes here, second, second, and first. This is Cole Custer's week. I think at four to one, he is the guy to take. Again, with John Hunter, plus 200. I wanted to be on him, but I I, I don't know. He doesn't have the greatest track history here. He's not made a ton of starts in, in Xfinity here either. I don't know if he's actually made any starts in Xfinity. I can't remember when I was looking. I didn't write the numbers down, but we, we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit the cup for the cup series race tomorrow on the dfs show um but i don't know that he's going to win it so cole custer is my favorite at plus 400 uh, again i think that custer and, and john hunter are the favorites for a reason i think that custer has the potential to kind of just run away with this thing and i'm likely going to be very heavy on him in, in xfinity dfs uh this weekend because I, I really really love him some cole custer his teammate riley herps talked about him earlier 16 to 1 at superbook He's coming fresh off the win. I know it's 40 to 1. 16 to 1 is not as sexy of a number, but he can get it done. He's got the momentum. SHR has something figured out. The top of the board is weaker. You got to get in on him. And then Brandon Jones, 20 to 1. Again, they just keep pricing him where you got to take him at these numbers. 
he's proven it, right? He's gotten close. He can get it done. He's had a couple of second-place finishes here. We know Brandon Jones can do it. I'll leave the last one to you. He was the first bet I put in here at 30-1. to one. Uh, He's no longer 30-1, to one, unfortunately. But I completely co-signed, so we're going to share this pick. I'll give you the floor on it, Rod. Oh, you know what happened? I didn't scroll down to see that. <laughs> that that's what happened. I didn't. Uh, I I I didn't. Yeah, when I was putting in my picks, well, I, just, I added the. You know, I had Dale. I had it in here. Dale Junior. Thirty to one, and then uh, I've since wrote R.I.P. with the sad emoji, and then put in parentheses fourteen to one over on DraftKings because uh, unfortunately everybody and their brother is on this one. But even at fourteen to one, I agree with your pick, and I think that he's a good one this week. Everybody and their brother and you probably make your donation to the Dale also, Junior. You don't want to not be on if dale earnhardt jr like you saw the emotion already like when he's you know he gets out of the infield care center his fire suits burn and all guy wins and he takes the ride to victory lane like if dale earnhardt jr wins a race you do not want to not be holding that ticket I, i'm telling you so you got to get in on it yeah it's true and and we talked about him earlier anyways and and really for sentimental reasons too at 14 to 1 at 30 to 1 it would have been even better but um definitely love dale jr at four or at 14 to 1 even just a just a sprinkle i mean you don't got to go crazy with this one dos flacos says sam mayer at 16 to 1 you know i can't argue if i think he's going to be a top three car i think he could find his way in there as well but i will say this because obviously Dale Jr. at 14 to 1, we love it. We love the just the sentimental value of it. And you're right. You don't want to be not holding that ticket when it's done. I will say this. If you really, really want to take the John Hunter Nemechek side of this, right? And he's at plus 200 to win. We talked about it on the, the Cup Series show where Kyle Larson is at plus 250 to win the race. Then, and the next, next guy up is Martin Truex Jr. at uh, plus 525. That's how much of a favorite... Kyle Larson is it's hard to take Kyle Larson at plus 250 and and think that it's going to happen right so if you want to make it worth your while put Nimichek and Larson together in a parlay if you think both of those are foregone conclusions you're going to get plus 950 out of it so we don't often talk parlays but you know if you want to make it if you really feel like both of the favorites are going to win you probably should just put it together and make it worth your while a little more plus 950 on Caesars 10 bucks will get you 105. So I feel like that's a better way to approach it if you're going to do it. Yeah, it's not, it's not a bad way at all. Again, plus 200, it's it's just so hard to swallow. And we saw it last week, right? And I know we fought all the way through the field. He caught up to second, didn't have anything for Herbst. And uh, man, but it's just, there's so many things that can go wrong, especially at a track like this where they're going to be ripping the wall. You know, like Mr. Plow said, he's not the best at it. One mistake that can mess it up, mess up your car and, and, end the day and that's all it takes and your your plus 200s out the door so uh as much as i love Nemechek, as much as we've made on him this year betting on him even at some short numbers again not a time where i feel like it's his week and so that's that's why we're going different direction but i feel like we got some pretty good outrights here really really loving cole custer this weekend indeed uh, all right well get out your pen and paper we are about to go over our bets for this contender boats 300 from the homestead miami got it right this time speedway in homestead florida cody started you out with brandon jones as a top five car at plus 325 over on bet 365 i gave you the cover your ears kids this is uh explicit content number 10 as a top five car at plus 400 
on 365. Cody gave you Riley Herbst as a top five car at plus 275 on 365. I said Sam Mayer would be a top five car at plus 250 on 365, then laddered that up to a top three at plus 550 on DK. Cody gave you... Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. to win Group C over on Caesars at plus 270 over Allgaier, Barry, and Hill. I said Dale would be in the top five to win that group uh, at plus 200 on 365 and laddered him up to a top three at 4-1 to one on DK. Cody gave you Brandon Jones over Sammy Smith at minus 115 on Caesars. I said Chandler Smith would finish better than tier sheldon creed at minus 120 uh cody gave you cole custer as a top three car at minus 105 on dk i said the winning number would come from over 17 and a half at minus 110 on caesars and then of course cody gave you cole custer at four to one herps at 16 to one brandon jones at 20 to one and both of us gave you dale jr at 14 to one over on dk dos flacos threw in sam Mayer at 16 to one uh as his pick as well uh looking to see what else uh and then kyle lee gave us a dale jr overhill at plus 110 which is still a pretty decent bet as well so those are our picks and your picks for this uh this race man i can't wait to watch this one yeah this should be a really good one gonna be fun to see dale jr back out there rod 2311 just released their paint schemes for this weekend holy shit this needs to be a double die cast I will buy lots of them. Uh, so both of the cars are, they don't have an actual sponsor on them. They're just painted up. Bubba Wallace's car is Grimace from McDonald's. Oh. Like just, it's purple. It's got flames. It's Grimace. And Tyler Reddick's is the Hamburglar. It looks like a zebra. It's got the Hamburglar, Hamburglar on the hood. I just shared them in the Discord, so go check it out. But Holy shit, those cars are fucking sweet. Oh my god, dude, those are awesome. Yes, yeah, get in the Discord are, right yeah. now. Woo! Absolutely beautiful. So I just wanted to throw that out there since you just saw that uh, while you were while you were doing the recap there. Those are sick. I love that. So um oh Mr. Plow, one more comment before we get going. He says, I found you guys a couple of weeks ago. Really like your picks, like the podcast. Appreciate appreciate what you all do. Mr. Plow, listen. It's because of you guys. This is why we uh, love this show is to be able to interact with all of you folks out there that love this show as much as we do. Um, Hopefully, like you said, it comes through because we're nearing the end of season two and I don't ever want to stop. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. So we appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. We've been having a lot of fun. Glad we still got a couple races left. Good luck this weekend. Let's go make some money. Indeed. Well, then, as we send everybody off to make their money, uh, remind everybody where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Again, if you're listening to this on the podcast later, make sure you head over to the YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, going live for these pick episodes. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. And again, get a, interact as your comments come in, which has been great. DFS and Underdog together tomorrow. That's going to be a good episode. I'm excited for that one. Man, let's go make some money this weekend. Indeed. We've loaded you up with so much. Hopefully, your uh, grocery bag is big enough to carry it all uh, on yeah. the way Check out. F1 Gambling Podcast, too. Check that out. So uh, I heard those those hosts are, are really good over there. Probably just about as good as us over here. So uh, give that show a, a look. You'll like it and uh, make a lot of money there, too. They have their moments. Sometimes they're a little dull, but I, I'll give them that. They're, they're all right. I mean, they're not as good as us. But just <laughs> well, kidding. who is? Come I, on. 
That's true. Uh, yeah, U.S. Grand Prix uh, taking place in Austin, Texas. So someplace we know near and dear to our hearts. Uh, and this is one where everybody can watch because it's a very decent time. This is Sprint Shootout weekend again. So, uh, you know, a little more fun to be had there as well. All right, I'm Onyx at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bot, everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's in between media, make sure you're checking out the back road tonight. Seth and Elliot holding it down on their channel. And then tomorrow, be on the lookout for my fast money show on For Frequency Sake. We'll see you tomorrow with some underdog and some DFS. And until then, let's go racing and let it ride.